Before we begin, if you like what you hear on the Tin and J-Man Show, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and go ahead and click subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We encourage you to interact with us and keep up to date with the Tin and J-Man Show on social media by liking our Facebook page and following us on Twitter and Instagram at Tin and J-Man Show. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the Tin and J-Man Show with your hosts, Tanner Lee and Josh the J-Man Munt. We are back at it with another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show live on the ISC Sports Network. This episode is brought to you by The Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-breaded tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a hand-crafted cocktail, The Damn Landing is the place to be. The Damn is the bar and grill. Located on beautiful Lake Manitoba that focuses on freshness and quality. Coming soon. Actually, it's not coming soon. It's already here. We need to cross that out, so I stop reading it. The Dam Smoke is here every single weekend. Uh, it features barbecue and steaks. In addition, you can wash it down with one of their best 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Manitou in their beer garden or outdoor bar area, whether it be boats or wheels, the Dam Landing is the place to be, located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. Everybody check out our merch page. Tanner has a promo code on there tonight through the end of the week. October 11th through through next Friday. October 11th, which is next Friday. You get free shipping on all orders. The promo code is T-A-N-D-J, all capitals. T-N-J. T-N-J, all capitals. Get yourself nice. Get your merch. Nice t-shirt, nice Nice. mug. Not wearing a sweatshirt. I'm wearing a Cubs sweatshirt. Nice hoodie. We got uh, zip-up hoodies, which this one's not zip-up. This is just a pullover hoodie. We got women's t-shirts. We got teachers t-shirts for toddlers, infants. We got onesies. We got stickers. We got it all. So go check it out. Uh, you can get the link by going on our Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, clicking the link that we got on there, and then click Tan and J-Man Show Store, I believe, that's linked. So Get some yeah. stuff. Yeah, get some merchandise, get some support stuff. the show, and uh, take advantage of the promo code, mm-hmm. free shipping. So I know I'm going to. Yeah, yeah, we need to get yourself in a hoodie or two there. So I don't like people telling me what to do. All right, then. Larry, are, are you ready for some uh, I'm ready. birdie I'm bogey? I'm ready to hear the birdie bogey. All right. It's not a real complicated question this week. So that means I'm not going to get it, huh? I, I'm not saying it's not hard. It's not a complicated question. <laughs> Who is the oldest quarterback to ever start a game in the NFL? There you go. How am I supposed to know that? Man, I want to say Satchel Page, but he played baseball. I mean, you can say Satchel Page, but I'll give you a bogey <laughs> right now. Birdie Bogies brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC. Fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook. Follow them on Instagram and check out their website, noblenomellc.com. Are you ready to uh, learn some stuff? Always. On this day in 1919, the fastest Major League Baseball game was played. 51 minutes long. Holy cow. Can you tell me who played in that game? Two teams are still around. What, what, what year? 1919. 
1919. Let's go with the Reds and the Cubs. Giants Phillies, 6-1. Darn. On this date in 1920, eight White Sox were indicted for throwing the 1919 World Series. Shirtless Joe. Yeah, even though he hit like 327 in that uh, series. I'm sorry, I'm fighting to sneeze. I can't wear look. I'm, about, uh, I was going to say, I, you're giving me a goofy little yeah, smile sorry, over there. I'm really trying to fight a sneeze here. 1921, fourth <laughs> PGA championship was played. Do you know who won that one? 1921. Yeah. Let's go with Bobby Jones. Good guess, I think. Walter Hagen. Ah, darn it. Let's see. Lou Gehrig's airless streak ends at 885 consecutive games on this date in 1930. 1932, the Baseball World Series opens with the Chicago Cubs versus the New York Yankees. I believe that was the series that Babe Ruth called a shot. I believe you are correct. 1938, this is a big one in Cubsdom. Cubdom. Cubs. Homer in the Gloman. You ever heard of this I one? I have not. Famous Educate wa- me, please. Famous walk-off Homer hit by uh, catcher Gabby Hartnett of the Cubs. Um, of course, they didn't get lights till 1988. So they were playing, uh, it was near dusk, and he hit it with barely, you couldn't really see that well. So that's why I call it Homer in the Gloaming. Interesting, did not know it. Guy we feature about every single week um, on this show, on on this day. 1941, old Teddy Ball game, Ted Williams ended the baseball season with a 406 batting average. Pretty good. 1951, Norm Van Brocklin of the Rams. I don't know where they're playing at that time in 51. Rams 51. Passes for NFL record 554 yards. I'm going to look up where they were playing in 51. We have a lot of good ones this week. 19, I'm still in the 50s. 1955, the first World Series color TV broadcast uh, was on NBC. Can you tell me who played Rams now? were in Los Angeles they in 1951. I'm sorry. In 55, it was the first World Series color TV broadcast on NBC. Is that Dodgers-Yankees? Dodgers-Yankees. Yeah. Good call. Good Jackie call. Robinson. Old Teddy, Bill, Teddy Ball game, 1960, hit his final homer of his career off of the legend Jack Fisher, whom I've never heard of. I was going to say, I've never heard of him, but that doesn't mean a lot. 1974, California Angel Nolan Ryan threw his third career no-no. He's another guy on this list. It seems like he makes frequent. Appearances on this list, I should say. 1975, Oakland A's Vida Blue, Glenn Abbott, Paul Lindblad, and Raleigh Fingers. No hit the California Angels, 5 nothing. I know a guy by the name of Paul Lindblad. I don't think it's the same guy. No? Are you sure about that? <laughs> I'm positive. All right. 1976, Muhammad Ali beats Ken Norton in 15 for heavyweight boxing title. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Sting like a bee. Um, not a whole lot going on in the 1980s. Nineteen ninety-three, Dennis Martinez is seventh to win one hundred games in both the American League and National League. Never heard of him. Really? Mm-hmm. He's good. Nineteen ninety-five, Dennis Martinez broke Kirby Puckett's jaw uh, with a pitch. I was going to say, with a punch or a pitch. Mm. 1996, New York Yankee Jim Leeritz is second catcher to wear a hockey mask style. Uh, so he kind of, he might have popularized it. This is a good one. 1996, still in the 90s. 
Robbie Alomar was suspended five games for spitting at an umpire. Yeah, if you did that now, you'd probably never play again. Especially yeah, in this day and age right now. 2008, on this day, the last game played at the supposed crap hole Shea Stadium. I heard that was the worst. Yes, demolition happens. Um, City Field was born. The Marlins beat the Mets 4-2. That was 2008, you said? 2008. Man, I thought Shea closed like within the last decade. Wow. It's been that long. I remember when they opened up City Field, um, they had to move the fences in because David Wright couldn't hit homers out of it. They had to do that uh, in San Diego and in Detroit, had to move the fences in. Uh, But that'll do it for On This Day. And the On This Day segment is brought to you by, like it is every week, Proforma Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Proforma Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one source print and promotional company. Call them today at 574-210-3815. Get your veggies. I didn't do that earlier. No, he didn't. I forgot. But now people are going to get performer <laughs> confused with Noble Numb. Performer is going to get calls for vegetables. and I think that's the one thing they do not supply. They don't vegetables, supply as vegetables. As far as I know. But uh, if you want water bottles, banners, mugs, um, oh, yeah. Got to display the water bottle. First Federal Savings Bank water bottle. That's a nice looking water chip bottle. Chip clip. I mean, anything. Chip clips. Pads, paper, pens, anything promotional that you want, they can do it. And they're very professional. You'll be happy with the quality of their products, the timeliness that you get them. Never been never been uh, disappointed. disappointed. Yeah. Yep. What you want to start with tonight? Start with some baseball. Baseball. Playoffs. It's almost October. Are upon us. It's feeling like October out there. Yep. Uh, the playoffs are set. The wild card round starts on Tuesday. And um, I think last week I said they were playing. I don't know if I said it on the show, but I thought they were playing the whole postseason um, in like a bubble in neutral sites. That is not the case. Um, they will be playing at their home ballparks um, here. Uh, but you just want to go like team uh, team by team or series by series and break her down for this series at least? Yep. Starting Tuesday, tomorrow. September 29th at 5 p.m. on TBS. We have the Tampa Bay Rays against the Toronto Blue Jays, the eight seed versus the one. Who are you taking in that series? Give me the one-seeded Tampa Bay Rays. I agree with you. Uh, Blue Jays, I don't think, have the pitching. Uh, they have the offense to do it, uh, but Tampa Bay's pitching is head and shoulders above them. Uh, they're just a really freaking good team, and um, that's why they got the one they seed. They're making my dad look smart start here. He picked them to win the World Series, and they got a pretty good shot. Yeah. Moving on to the uh, next one, two-seeded Oakland Athletics playing the seven-seeded Chicago White Sox who have really skidded at the end of the season on, or ended the season leaking on a major oil. skid. They are leaking oil. Um, they had a pretty sizable division lead heading into last weekend, and it all – I mean, they finished ended up finishing third in that division. Losers of, I think, seven of eight or six of seven to uh, in the season. Who are you taking? You know, I like this White Sox team. They're exciting to watch. I think they're going to be really good for years to come. Don't think this is the year they're going to compete for the World Series, though. I think that's possibly next year. So I'm going to take the A's. Give me the White Sox. Um, 
In fact, this will be the J-Man's bucket prediction of the week. I think in each league, there will be at least one team that is the higher seed or lower seed, whichever the way you look at it, seeds five through eight. At least one of those teams will advance into the division oh, round. That's pretty safe, Bob. Um, in each league. Uh, so give me the White Sox in this one. I think there probably be multiple teams, too. Uh, best of three seas- uh, series is such a crapshoot. It's hard to predict. Right. It's up in the air. I mean, somebody gets hot two games, boom, they're on. They're on the next. Um, I like the White Sox pitching in a short series like this when they get to go Dallas Keuchel and then Lucas Giolito. Um, I just like them a little more than the uh, Oakland Athletics. First time the White Sox have been in the playoffs in 12 years. 12 years, 2008. The fan base um, is pretty pumped up. I, I, Rightfully so. I will say, um, due to the shortened season in the added playoff teams, uh, unfortunately for those teams seeded 7-8, and eight, uh, it doesn't count as a, a postseason appearance. So sorry, White Sox, Reds, Brewers, Astros. Better, better luck next year. It's a J-Man doesn't, rule. Doesn't, doesn't count. J-Man rule. <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota Twins versus the cheating Houston Astros, who I believe finished right at 500. I think the Twins, and I'll go on record, Twins sweep them. The Houston Astros went 29-31. and 31. I think Twins sweep them. The twins are dangerous, man. The Minnesota Twins have lost 16 straight postseason games. Um, they twins usually are, play the Yankees, though. That and, and that's the thing. They usually play the Yankees, and that's yeah. why they hadn't been um, winning any postseason games. Uh, but give me the Twins as well. I uh, like their pitching staff, Jose Barrios. He hasn't pitched that well, though, lately. Um that offense can just mash, though. And Astros, I don't think, have the pitching. They don't have Garrett Cole anymore, Justin Verlander, Tommy John surgery. It's amazing what happens when um, you don't know what pitch is coming. you don't know coming. what pitch is coming. Give me the Twins. Intriguing matchup here, the Cleveland Indians versus the New York Yankees. Yeah, I think this is going to be a good series. Um, I'm a Yankees fan, so I'm taking the Yankees. Mm. If I wasn't a Yankees fan, I don't know if I'd take them. Um, kind of coin flip, really. It's an absolute coin flip. Indians have the best pitcher in the world right now in yep. Shane Bieber. He'll go game First G1. triple crown uh, pitcher since Yohan Santana in 06 mm-hmm. to lead the league in uh, wins, Ks, and ERA. Their second best pitcher, they shipped him off to the San Diego Padres, but in steps Zach Plezak out of Ball State, who uh, has pitched really, really well. Uh, Yankees still have Garrett Cole, mm-hmm. as I said, and they still have that great offense. Mm-hmm. Um Cleveland Indians probably have the odds-on favorite for the American League MVP right now in Jose Martinez, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, give me the Indians in three. I think it'll be, oh, man, that is such a coin flip. If if there's any coin flip series, I think it'd be this one. I agree with that. Moving on to the National League, the Milwaukee Brewers, who are a bad baseball team that got into the playoffs, face the Los Angeles Dodgers. Give me the Dodgers. Dodgers in two. Brewers, it's such a crapshoot, though. I wouldn't be surprised if the Brewers beat them. That's how... Yeah, we'll turn the playoffs all uh-huh. upside down. Absolutely. Um, Brewers are just not a good team. Four National League Central teams made the postseason. I don't know if any of them are really that good. Yeah, that's what you said the other night. Um, so. And that's why I think this expanded playoff thing should not last after this year. It's fine this year, uh, but next year. I'd is, be surprised if it lasted. Well, Ma- Manfred is a colossal idiot. We never really know what you're going to get out of him. Atlanta Braves versus the Cincinnati Reds, who snuck into the playoffs. The uh, 2020 uh, preseason National League champs had to get hot at the end just to sneak in and get that seventh spot. But, again, it doesn't count because uh, they didn't get a top six seed. Who are you taking? 
just for all, all our Reds listeners and viewers and our Reds friend, friends, I'm taking the Reds. What's wrong with you? Because I know you're not picking the Reds. So Good I'm going to go um, Did you do the read, by the way, for the book? It? Oh, yeah, I'm okay. getting to it. All right. I want to make sure actually, you don't forget because he is a Reds fan, so we can't, actually, uh, can't forget that tie-in. Completely forgot until you said that. Yeah. I just wanted to play it off as if I was getting to it. Uh, but give me the Braves. Uh, Braves have to do something because it's been so long since they've won a playoff series. Um, Reds are awfully dangerous in a, definitely a three-game series because you'll, you'll get Trevor Bauer, um, Luis Castillo and Sonny Gray. Braves don't have that kind of pitching. They can really hit, and I think this is actually a really, really bad matchup for Atlanta Braves. But I can't pick Cincinnati because I hate them so much, and again, it doesn't count because they were only a seven seed. So even if they win the World Series, it doesn't count, unfortunately. Chicago Cubs versus the uh, Miami Marlins um, starting on Wednesday afternoon at 2 o'clock. Cubs kind of limped to the finish line as well. Um Played a lot better over the weekend. The offense got going. This is probably the ideal matchup, really, for any team in the postseason. Miami Marlins were not supposed to be good at all this year, and if it no, were, they're the surprise team in the league. And if it were to be an actual 162 game season, we'd probably see them picking in the top 10 in next year's draft. Um, but hey, credit to them for playing well for that 60 game stretch. If you're a gambling person, um, history is on the Marlins' side. They're, they're going to win the yeah, World Series. Every time. Of course, it counts for them because they got the sixth seed. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, every time they've been in the playoffs, which is twice, yep. they've uh, won the World and Series. 97. I will go on fashion. record and say this will not be the year, though. Um, they have two really, really good pitchers in Sixto Sanchez, and uh, I think his name's Sandy Alcantara. I couldn't name you a Marlin. Um, <laughs> they picked up Star- Starling Marte at the uh, trade deadline. He's a known Cub killer, been with the Pirates, of course, forever. Um, I think Cub sweep, though. I like Kyle Hendricks against this young Marlins lineup. Uh, he pitches so well at home, and I assume he'll go game one on six days rest, and they'll move Darvish to game two on a normal five days rest. That makes sense. And then I like Darvish as well uh, to pitch really well on um, Thursday afternoon in Cub sweep. Yeah, I think Cubs win this one pretty easily. Um, we'll see though. It's a, it's, it's it's a just, three game. You never. I hate that it's a three game set. Um, oh, we can talk about that later date. I was going to ask you about what do you think the Cubs if they lost the series, what they okay. should do in the off season. But it's probably the same Once, thing if they win. So. Yeah, it would yeah. probably be the same. The J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week, which I definitely was not going to forget to do the read, is brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for life, home, auto, renters, business, workers' comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. Travis and his uh, partner Billy Overton were the big winners in the in a two-man scramble up here at the Round Barn Golf Club at Mill Creek over the weekend. They shot a total of nine, uh, no, total score of nine under. So congratulations to them. Nice little tournament win. We have one more matchup. Yep. The upstart, young, fun San Diego Padres against the St. Louis Cardinals. This matchup just reminds me of Mark McGuire. I think, um, yeah. It's just because he was the hitting is he still the hitting coach for the Padres or was at one time he was at one time and of course he's a cardinal legend but uh give me the Padres this was a matchup I think the last time the Padres were in the playoffs which was 2006 14 years ago um give me the Padres as well they're fun Cardinals you got to think that pitching's gonna be a mess with all the double headers they've had to play of course they get a few days off it, to reset but. isn't it crazy one of the 
two teams in the league that disrupted everything the most with COVID. Makes both the make, playoff. Both make the playoffs. Well, yep. I was, Cardinals got to play two less games than everyone else. I was too. talking about the Cardinals and the Mets. I said one of two made the Mets didn't make it. Cardinals, Marlins were the two. Forgot about the Marlins, but I was talking. I was thinking Mets. I completely the forgot Mets, about the Marlins. The Mets only had a couple isolated cases. The Marlins were the one that was the first with the. Uh, That's right. Yep. But lo- some, looking yep. back, I have my preseason predictions. Of course, when we did our um, MLB preview show, we did not know they were going to add two playoff spots. That's why I kept this down here. Um, so we only have six teams in playoffs, and I had Yankees, Twins, Astros, Rays, and Athletics. Um, so they added three playoff spots. So I, I, so I guess the six seed doesn't count either. I had the uh, – how many did we pick? We have five we teams. Have five originally. A normal five. I had the Yankees, Twins, Astros, Rays, and A's. That's what we – and so they both made it. In the uh, National League, I had the Braves, Cubs, Dodgers, Reds, and Phillies. Four of those five made I had the Braves, Cubs, Dodgers, Reds, and Nationals. So we had the exact same. Yeah, we both Dodgers. missed the, our East team. Yep, Dodgers over Twins, so – and good. I had the uh, Yankees over Dodgers in the World Series. If if we were to know that they were going to add an extra spot, I my MVPs and Zion's aren't happening. Um, if the, if we were to know they were going to add a six, seven, and eight seed, I probably would have had the White Sox and Twins in there in the American League. I would not have had Toronto. Yeah, I had Twins win in the division. I had the White Sox second. And I would have had probably the Cardinals and Brewers both making it. Maybe the Padres both making it. See, the NL Central, I had the Cardinals third and Brewers fourth. I had the Padres fourth in the West. That was a miss. I went Cubs, Reds, Cardinals, Brewers, Pirates, same. I had the Padres third, Diamondbacks second. I didn't have that the Jays. I had the Red missed. Sox third in the division. Na- nailed the Rockies one, though. I had them second. <laughs> of course you did. Didn't have them making the playoffs, though. I thought I did. I did not. Mm. Anyway, that's the MLB, playoff, MLB playoffs. Now, I will say I kind of got used to no fans in the regular season, uh, but I think it'll be very, very strange yeah. and not even feel like postseason it's baseball. It's like a regular season game. Um, and I think most dugouts, especially the Cubs, uh, I mean, we've seen multiple teams get mad at them for chirping so much, uh, but you have to create your own energy. Um, and it's just going to be weird with no fans this first series. Uh, Manfred said said they're planning on having fans uh, in the bubble um, for the LCS and World oh, Series. Oh, really? Um, Did not see that. They're planning on it uh, right now, so who? It's not going to be a full house, well, obviously. Sure. Uh, but if if football's doing, it, I don't know why you couldn't do it here. Yeah. So, but MLB playoffs, one of my favorite things ever, and it's just going to be strange this year. It's just a weird year. At least we we got something to watch. Got a lot of things to watch now, right now. Baseball, college football, NFL. My Miami NBA Heat are finals. in the uh, NBA Finals. Heat against the Lakers, which interesting little tidbit here. You should know this since you're a Heat fanatic. I'm sure I do. What you say? This is the first NBA Finals ever that features two teams who missed the playoffs yeah. the year prior. I saw that last night on the game. No. I like the Lakers in six. Yeah, I think it'll be a tough for uh, – for my heat. Um, like the Lakers, I, I've said this since Kobe passed, they're team of destiny this year. Not many teams put up any sort of resistance to them either. No. Just kind of let them run they, through. They bully everybody over. Yeah, they're a good team. Yeah, but the heat, I mean, I used to rip Eric Spolstra years ago, and he's a darn good coach. He's a Hall of Fame coach. Yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. No to take doubt. The, I mean, I think this heat team is good, but this is there's only been three teams – 
since the early 80s that have been seeded fifth or worse and made the finals, and this is one of them. Yep. So. Yep. They, I had them losing to the Pacers round one. That was. Did you? Oh, yeah, I did. Huh. I don't even remember. Speaking of the Pacers, it. Victor Oladipo, um, former Indiana All American and Pacers number one guy for the last few years, has said he kind of wants to go elsewhere. So, looks like the Pacers got to probably try to ship him out. He's got one year left on his deal. Um, that probably rubs a lot of Pacers fans the wrong way. That franchise st- stood by his side through his injury and everything and welcomed him back with open arms. But uh, we'll see what happens there. Doc Rivers out in L.A. after a long tenure with the Clippers. It was funny. I was just mentioning to my dad the other day that I'm surprised Doc's still in L.A. because he gets the playoffs over and over again, but he doesn't take that next step. This was a team that should not have gotten Even though they all made excuses. Like, we didn't have enough time to play together did. to gel. Um, but uh, – I don't blame the Clippers. I mean, there's a lot of good teams in the West, and young teams are going to be good for years to come. So, yeah, so we'll see if he lands somewhere. What's uh, Kawhi and uh, playoff Paul? Um, his their contract situation. Can any of them opt uh, out or anything? I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, I. I want to say they're both there for the foreseeable future. They're both from SoCal, mm-hmm. uh, so it makes sense. But. Paul needs a stick somewhere. He's on three teams Playoff already. Paul sure doesn't win a whole lot. Well, this is Kawhi's 13 too, I guess, but he did win a championship in his one year at Toronto. He also won one in San Antonio as well. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, everybody wins Paul one in San Antonio. Paul hasn't sniffed one. No. Got the Eastern Conference Finals a couple times. They is he the most the overrated player in the game? He's, probably, he's up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Joel Embiid. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was my finals. That was my championship team at the start of the year. Sixers over the Clippers. You had Clippers over Bucks. Bucks. Bucks got upset early yep. too by the Heat. Yep. We'll talk a little NFL here. Yeah, we'll go NFL then college football last. Sure. All right, we'll switch it up a little bit this week. But three uh, winners. Yeah, exciting week in the NFL. A lot of good games. It was a really good week. Um, three winners, and I didn't prepare these again. I kind of had them in my head, but uh, one winner. I'm gonna go with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, they almost became in the loser category for me because they got up real big on the L.A. Rams, who's a really good team. They're better than I thought they'd be this year, the Rams. And then they let the Rams come back at the lead, but Josh Allen got clutch towards the end. It did help that the Rams kind of kick, kicked themselves with some penalties there. I had a face mask and a pass interference, but uh, I like the culture the Bills are building, man. I think they're really good. I think they're the third-best team in the AFC. I would say uh, it's either them or Pittsburgh right now yep. are the third best, or maybe Tennessee Titans. Yeah, yep. they all find ways to win close mm-hmm. games, and that's the difference between a good team and a bad team. Speaking of the Tennessee Titans, I have them at, as one of my uh, winners. Went on the road to Minnesota and won 31-30. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is 10-3. and He's a winner. As a start. He for can, them. For them. Um, it really shows how much Joe Philbin and Adam Gase failed him in Miami. It's kind of sad to see. Put a good run game around him, get off his line, mm-hmm. just hand off the ball, and he'll that take helps. care of the he had, he'll take care of the ball most of the time. He had neither uh, so. in Miami, so they are mm-hmm. one of my winners. The Chicago Bears, deep dish pizza, no thank you. From Chicago, the Bears. How the heck is this team three and It's one of the weirdest cases of a three and team I've ever seen. It could easily be zero and three. It's held that they've played three of the worst teams, sure, in football. God plays um, on their schedule, but. They're squeaking out W's, and now Nick Foles is there taking over for Trubunsky. Historically, the Bears' good teams win ugly. They're winning ugly. They win by turnovers or defense. Yesterday, it was Nick Foles coming in, throwing mm-hmm. three late touchdowns. Um, yeah. So Quite think, a uh, 
short leash on old Trubisky, which is smart yeah. in my opinion. I was I was they, surprised with the quick hook. They don't though. come back and win with Trubisky still in the ball game. Most likely not. They're one of my winners. Who's one of your yeah, other? Cohen went out with an ACL injury, yeah. so we'll see. What happens. I will say, I don't think the Bears have put the greatest talent around Foles and or Trubisky. Huh. Uh, they don't have a ton of good targets to throw to, so it's kind of. Allen Robinson's pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah. They have the corpse of Jimmy Graham. But Who, really- whenever I don't play him in fantasy, he scores touchdowns, and when I do, he gets me two points. Yeah. So that's he's going to be one of those guys for me. But uh, yeah, the Bears, it, they're. Uh, franchise who's historically has never really had good quarterback play, yeah. and it's probably the toughest franchise to play quarterback for, arguably. Arguably. think so. A lot of fan pressure at that quarterback position. They just really never have a good Which is crazy good because they've never even seen a good one exactly. ever. Why would there be pressure if they've never seen a good one? Chicago fans. My other winner, Detroit Lions. It's a good win. Winning Arizona, kicked the last second field goal. Didn't think they'd get their win for a couple more weeks, and just when I'm all like, all right, this Cardinal team's pretty good. Yeah, bad loss. Mm-hmm. My other winner, the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. So injured, and they just wiped the floor with that garbage uh, New York football yeah, Gi- Giants. The Giants team. without Barkley, oh boy. Yeah, this could be the year Daniel Jones is gone already. They're going to be sucking for Trevor Lawrence, tanking for Lawrence. Yeah, I don't know. That's Man, you can't you keep the revolving door. You, I mean, you see a guy like a Trevor Lawrence who's one of the greatest prospects um, ever. You have to pull the trigger regardless. Unless they like Danny Dimes this year. It would be stupid. I don't think many quarterbacks in the league get a win with that roster. No, but. So, I mean, I mean that's no fair. Tre- I mean, Trevor Lawrence, it doesn't have anything to do with fairness. Trevor Lawrence is head and shoulders above where Daniel Jones will likely ever be already. Already. Yeah, you never know. He could be. I don't think he is, but you he could be Ryan Leaf. You can't. I mean, you'll take you take that risk though, yeah, like the Colts did. Um, Andrew Luck, Daniel Jones shouldn't even been a first round pick, and he went sixth overall. I got that pick so. right in that mock draft. You did. That was pretty good. Nothing as good as this year, though. <laughs> I will never have a good mock draft like this year. Three losers. Um, man, I had these in my head. Um, Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. I mean, zero and three start. They're too talented. <laughs> Larry Zimmer, Larry. That's Mike. Just, Mike. Mike Zimmer better turn this thing around quickly or he's going to be looking for a Huge job. matchup for the Minnesota Vikings against the Houston Texans Yep, um, on Sunday. This could be a make or break. Going starting 0-3, the chances you make the playoffs are very slim mm-hmm. to begin with. 0-4, Yeah, if no you go shot. 0-3, even if you go 13-4 the rest of the way and you're 9-7, and that doesn't guarantee you making the playoffs. Uh-huh. Yep. 13-4 the rest of the way. I want to say 9-4. and four. Yeah, you meant nine and four. He said thirteen and four. Hmm. Have one of them. I'm sorry. I'm just, again. <laughs> no, you would know if I was having a migraine. I'm not having a migraine. The Arizona Cardinals are one of my losers. Lost at home to one of the worst teams in the uh, NFC in the Detroit Lions. My other loser, the entire NFC East. Every team is under 500, yet the television channels stations jam them down our throats. Yeah. Every single week, we have to watch terrible football. Giants and Eagles look putrid. Stealing your word, putrid. Um, the football team, I don't think they'll win another game. <laughs> Not one more game. Uh, I think Cowboys are actually a pretty good team. and yeah. played, played well yesterday against the Seattle Seahawks. Um, but still, they, they could easily be 0-3. They had, no, they had no business winning that Falcon game. No, the Falcons uh, are chokers. Last week at all. Um, Eagles... 
they're done. Um, Carson Wentz is done. Doug Peterson's done. I think it's Jalen Hurts' time, huh? Um, I think it's time. I mean, Wentz is the sole reason, in my opinion, why they're not playing well. I just, I just think he's the sole reason. Is phone buzzing yet? Don't think he's just he's just not a good quarterback. My other loser, the NFL as a whole. Why? Because the angle, because of the tie yesterday. Oh, it's twenty twenty, and we're still having ties. Terrible. Well, well terrible. Well, the uh, Doug Peterson could have went up for a long field goal, and he chose not to. He chose to punt. So can't be soft there, Dougie. Uh, one of my losers is the L.A. Chargers. Bad loss at home. That's the Panthers. Bad loss. Yeah. He played really well and almost beat the best team in the. NFL the week before in the Kansas City Chiefs. Then you lose to the Panthers without Christian McCaffrey. Still got a long ways to go out there, Anthony Lynn. Um, other loser. I could pick so many teams. Uh, Green Bay Packers are another winner, I should yeah. have said. They played really well. The Patriots well. could be a winner, too, because mm-hmm. they're playing good football. New Orleans Saints could be a loser. I'm going to put them in the loser. One and two. They just look different this year. I don't. I still mm-hmm. think they're too talented not to make the playoffs because you get seven teams now in the playoffs yep. in every conference. I still think they squeak in. I mean, they need Michael Thomas back, but I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders. I'm with you. Um, they just haven't looked good. Another winner, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, You're going to keep saying that because you picked him for MVP. 14 touchdowns in three games. I know. He's most ever. Um, in the history of the NFL. Yeah, he's on, he's on three, pace three to break Peyton Manning's um, single-season touchdown record right now. I have a trivia question for you real quick. There are only two players in NFL history to have totaled two-plus passing touchdowns, 20-plus rushing yards, one-plus rushing touchdown, and a reception in a single game. Who are those two players? I don't know who's ever caught a ball. Um, let's go with Randall Cunningham. Nope. Warren Moon. Nope. Now Michael Vick ever caught a ball. I have no idea. Walter Payton and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Wow. Who did it Thursday night. Threw two touchdowns, ran for a touchdown, had 20 rushing yards. So Walter threw for two touchdowns in the game. He must have. Wow. Mm. I would have. I could have guessed 100 guys. I wouldn't guess them. Ryan Fitzmagic's catch came off a batted ball that came right back to him. He wow. got back to the line of scrimmage I didn't or watch much of that game Thursday night. Dolphins whooped him. Yep. People were picking the Jaguars. Yeah, I think I did. I missed. Speaking of week three picks, that was one of my few wins. Um, so Tanner gets to regrettably put on the belt. The belts come back home. Uh, come back home. Whooping. You beat me pretty solidly this week. 91 points going into the night. We uh, both have one point on the Chiefs. And I had 70. It was not a good one this week. So Tanner gets it. It's not leaving. Unfortunately. It's not leaving. Staying on this side of the table the rest of the year. We'll see. Yes, we will. Week four picks. Yes, Opening sir. game. Denver Broncos at the New York Jets. This got to be a fun one. Sorry, America. Um, Adam Gase versus Adam. Could this be Adam Gase last? If Not Jeff Driscoll yet. If the Denver Broncos win this game, Adam Gase will be canned. You can take her to the bank. Full circle. Yeah, it's too bad the Broncos don't have a lot more players remaining from their team a couple of years ago when he onside kicked up about thirty uh, when they played in Miami. Yeah, looking back, I was I loved it when he did that because I thought it was hilarious. But it just shows Adam Gase uh, has some mental issues. But uh, don't know who's starting under center for the Broncos Thursday night. If it's going to be Jeff Driscoll, who was 
awful yesterday. One and eight as Chris starting out, or Brett Rippon, who's never he, yesterday was his first NFL action. He got called up from the practice squad. Uh, Blake Bortles, new acquisition, is not going to be under center. I don't know if he'll dress. He might be the backup if they choose to roll, choose not to roll with one of the other two guys. And so I don't know, but maybe he won't be active at all. But I don't know why you sign him to a one-year, like nine hundred thousand dollar deal, not to. Oh, at least gracious. on the roster somewhere, but that dude's not worth twenty thousand. But I am going with the Broncos, but I'm only putting one point on them. After seeing the Jets score yesterday, I should pick Denver, but I'm picking the Jets just to be different. I have it for one point as well. I, so I, I almost went ahead of the Jets, and then I talked myself out of it. I would not be Denver shocked. going to the East Coast hasn't been that great lately. Short um, week, especially if Rip and his quarterback. Jets are real bad, though. Yeah. I think I'm picking the Jets, but I think Denver could roll through them even with Driscoll. That's how bad the Jets are, or Ripon. If it will be interesting though, if the Jets do win, if they win comfortably, it's good roll in Denver. Even though the the injuries are just piling up, somebody else has got to get hurt for the year. Thursday night, you can book that right now. Drill Casey, the latest one. So, yeah, somebody else got to get hurt. We have the a uh, Midwestern matchup here, the Indianapolis Colts at the Chicago Bears. That's a real popular matchup around these parts. Um, every, most people like one or one or the other. Uh, they only play every four years. First time they've played at Chicago since one of Andrew Luck's earliest games. If not, I think it was his Colts debut. I'm pretty sure it's at Chicago. Taking the Bears for three points. Really? Yes. I'm taking the Colts for four. Not a believer uh, in Nick Foles or this Bears team. Um, if the Bears can get some pressure on Rivers, they can force him to make some turnovers. But the Colts have a good offensive line. The Bears' defense is pretty good, too, at times at least. I will say the Bears' defense is very good still. So um, I think the Colts' defense is very good The Colts' defense is number well. one in the NFL right now, statistic-wise. That was his uh, mm-hmm. first career start was at uh, Chicago Bears. I finally got a fact check right. They lost 41-21. I think I argued with you yesterday saying, oh, I think you're wrong. Yeah, you did. You're right. Give me the Colts for four. Jacksonville Jaguars at the Cincinnati Bengals. I think Joe Burrow will <laughs> be <laughs> a uh, stud. Let's pronounce that. You I will. can say it. Um, I think it's going to be a good game. This is a toss-up. Coin flip. My opinion. Um, but give me the Cincinnati Bengals for two. I have the Cincinnati Bengals. Four three. I think Joe Burrow won all of his teammates over if he hadn't already yesterday mm-hmm. after getting absolutely depleted on a hit. Nice. Nice Missed word. one play. Nice word. Thanks. I He's like tough. Kid. Um, He's fun to root for. I saw a quote on Twitter from I think it was Bleacher Reports Matt Miller, who's said LSU staff would say that he is so much better after he gets hit like that. Like he, he yep. just comes back and he's just lights out after that. After getting his lights knocked he's out. A good player. The Cleveland Brownies at the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, the Cowboys for eight. I have the Cowboys for nine. Um, I thought we were going to agree on most of them. I guess we're two out of four. We are, we are disagreed on two. So. Um, but give me the Cowboys for nine. Um, like the way Dak Prescott's playing. I think Cowboys will ultimately be fine, even though they're one and two, as I said. Uh, but give me the boys. New Orleans Saints at the Detroit Lions. Two one and two one and two teams, but uh, give me the Saints for seven. I have the Saints for twelve. Ooh. I did this after or before watching them last night, yeah. uh, but still, I think they're just head and shoulders above the Lions, regardless of what you think of 
where Drew Brees is at um, at this stage of his career. They need Michael Thomas back. Yeah. Yes, they do. Pittsburgh Steelers at the Tennessee Titans. Could be the game of the weekend. Could be. Uh, two 3 no teams. Smash mouth Two football. physical teams. Run the ball a bunch. The best pass rush in the NFL, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, one of the best rushing offenses in the league, Tennessee Titans. But I'm going with the home team. I'm going with the Titans for six. I'm also going with the Titans. I have two on them. like the way they're playing. They could be 4-0. It's a good team. They're squeaking out wins, though. It's, it's a terrible way. And uh, the Minnesota Vikings. The Seattle Seahawks travel to South Beach and face the Dolphins. My Yahoo app has a 4.68% people in the nation picking the Dolphins. I am not going to be one of those 4.6%. Me neither. Um, my MVP pick, Russell Wilson, playing better than any quarterback in the NFL. I will say it will be a close game because Seattle is um, always in close games, though. I do think the Dolphins will keep it close. Uh, what they need to do is run the ball well, uh, which has been a struggle so far this year, wear out that defense and the humidity there in Miami, then maybe take advantage. Dolphins have a good secondary, or at least two good cornerbacks. Hopefully Byron Jones will be healthy. Uh, but I think Russell just makes too many plays, and I have the Seahawks for 11. I got the Seahawks for 13. Los Angeles Chargers, no longer in Carson City, but they're in Inglewood. Facing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. The nation, only 4.57% have the Chargers winning this game. I am not one of those 4.57% percent either. Tampa Bay needs Chris Godwin back. Mike Evans only had two catches last night, two touchdowns. Um, they're playing good defense. They mm-hmm. sacked uh, the quarterback six times, I believe. At least five. I thought it was five. Yeah, um, might have Five or six, six times. Got a safety. Um, got a safety. Uh, Two interceptions. Yeah, I was going to say had at least one interception. Block punt. Um, And a block punt. Man, that was a real bad game yesterday. You Uh, think? (laughs) (laughs) Give me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I have 13 on them. I got 12 on the Buccaneers. Uh, I think this is a really good team. The Baltimore Ravens travel to uh, the District of Columbia to play the football team. And, you know, I keep saying the percentages. Uh, 2.93% have the Washington football team, and I'm not one of them. I'm not one of them. Give me the Ravens for 15. I have the Ravens for 14. The Arizona Cardinals travel to Charlotte to play the Carolina Panthers, coming off a big win um, there in Inglewood against the Chargers. Yeah, and the Cardinals coming off a bad loss at home to the Lions, but I'm taking the Cardinals for 10. I'm taking the Cardinals for 5. Um, I'm a believer in Kyler Murray. I know some people aren't. Um but I just think they score too many points, especially with no Christian McCaffrey um, for Carolina. So give me Arizona for five. The Minnesota Vikings at the Houston Texans. Something's got to give here. Unless foreshadowed they tie. this matchup a little earlier. Um, both teams sitting here at 0-3. Both teams, I think a lot of people were picking them to be in the playoffs. Um, the loser of this team, I think, is done. Yeah. And the loser of this team, I think Mike Zimmer will be okay. But if Bill O'Brien loses, watch for him maybe to get the axe early. Um, I'm taking the Texans for six. I don't feel great about it because both teams are playing horrendously right now. Um, I just think the home team wins. I know home team means nothing this season, uh, but give me Houston. I'm taking Houston for nine. Yep. Not a believer in Kirk Cousins. He's... It might be time for Minnesota to start looking elsewhere at quarterback as well. We're talking about a lot of teams already looking elsewhere Mm -hmm. in quarterback. There's quite a few places. I mean, Minnesota, I think, needs to be one. Pittsburgh needs to be one. I know uh, 
Big Ben's still playing pretty well. Draft pick to do unless they trade. No. Um, you could see a team. Detroit probably needs to start looking for an heir apparent. Minnesota. New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans. Uh, I think Jameis is the guy. Philadelphia. Um, what was that? Philadelphia. Okay. The New York Giants at the Los Angeles Rams. New York Giants are. I bet you we have the same point value on this game. I bet we do too. I don't know who's worse, the Jets or the Giants. They both play at uh, MetLife Stadium. Almost called it the Metal Lark. <laughs> Meadowlands. The Meadowlands. Uh, give me the Rams for a big old one six. I'm right there with you, my I friend. New England Patriots at the Kansas City Chiefs. Should be a good one. Should be a pretty good one. Um, I think Kansas City will be too much for old Cameron Newton. Give me KC for 10. You know, I don't, I don't wish injury upon anybody, but they're due for an injury to somebody. Chiefs are? Yeah. Seems like every other team Sounds like somebody. you're uh, wishing injury on Kansas City Chiefs. No, I'm not. I'm just saying they're due to have one. Sounds like you are. I'm taking the Chiefs for four. Just four? Huh? Yep. The Buffalo Bills at the Las Vegas Raiders. Give me the Bills for 11. <laughs> I like Man, this Bills team. You just hate the AFC I do, West. I do hate the Raiders. Um, even though they had a good win last week on Monday night against the Saints, I didn't see that coming. But the Raiders looked like the Raiders I expected yesterday. So. East Coast against New England, though. Yeah. I mean. Still looked like the Raiders I expected. Yeah, but against, like, one of the best teams in the, I don't the league. Give me the Raiders for seven. Philadelphia Eagles travel to San Francisco on Sunday night football for some godforsaken reason. I'm going with 9.87 percent of the country and i'm taking the eagles even jimmy garoppolis <laughs> um less you get it Jim, mm-hmm. jimmy garoppolis yep, yep um good one <laughs> it clearly wasn't i'm just giving you the, the nod so you move along <laughs> give me the niners for eight if the eagles can't beat this banged up niners team doug peterson donzo even after winning the super bowl <laughs> I got Carson you. Wentz taking out back an old yeller. He's not even old. I'm taking the, taking the Eagles for five. Atlanta Falcons at the Green Bay Packers. Packers are looking like a top two team um, in the NFC, maybe even the best yeah, team in I the NFC the at this of, point. I uh, think Jordan Love fired Aaron Rodgers up a little bit. He's been playing some pretty good ball. It's pretty sad that a quarterback like him needed to be fired up. I mean, maybe he didn't need it, but it seems like it did, though. He could have went probably one of two directions. Let him bother him. I'm really surprised. He seems so emotionally fragile that I'm really surprised he's playing well. I figured he'd just Mm -hmm. fold like the baby he is. Give me the Packers for 14. You got the Pack for 15. Nice. It's going to be an interesting week of picks. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to defending the title and keeping it home. Pretty good matchups this week. Yeah, should be another good week in NFL football. The Philadelphia 76ers and the New Orleans Pelicans have already reached out to Doc Rivers about head coaching position. Yeah, that makes sense. I, 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 he probably would take the Philadelphia job over New Orleans, but New Orleans got some young talent. Either yeah. of those would probably make sense. I'm with you. I just don't want him, I don't want him as the Patriot next head coach. So. Never been a big Doc guy, have you? No, I think he's a good guy. Just I don't know. I think the Pacers need to find somebody who can build a culture. I don't think Doc's that guy. I think he's more ready to step into a role, but we'll see. Well, a little college football talk to wrap it up this week. Sure. Had a lot of games, a lot of good games over the weekend. SEC 
Yeah, they came back. Play. That, that helped a lot. Helped some really good. Had some upsets, big time helped upsets. Uh, but uh, I want to start off with one quick headline. We do talk Big Ten football on this podcast, and of course, anybody who's not a first time listener or viewer of the show knows I'm a Purdue graduate, and they are my favorite sports team. Dire Purdue fan, and Mr. Rondell Moore, one of the one of three fresh consecutive consensus freshman All Americans ever, along with Herschel Walker and Adrian Peterson two years ago uh now he is opting back in coming back to the boilermakers we were kind of discussing it last week would he do it i didn't put you know too much into it as a monday but rumors kind of started rolling and then as a thursday afternoon at about 4 40 eastern time on espn2 he announced to the world that he's coming back feels uh safe and um feels safe with the big 10 safety protocols now that they're going to be testing Every single day, starting here on Wednesday, when they can actually have full padded practices, get out of shells and practice full pad and full pads. Um, feel safe with those protocols. Those weren't in place when he opted out in early August after the original 10-game schedule was released. And he said he wants to try to prove to NFL scouts that he's the best wide receiver in the country. Really hope he doesn't blow out his knee. Yeah, I mean, that's a chance he's willing to take. All the guys playing are well, really only one good wide receiver is not playing. He's down to LSU and they missed him over the weekend. Um, yeah, we'll see. And I mean, Bateman's back for Minnesota and he actually signed an agent and was still waived to come back. So Big Ten's got a lot of their big name players that opted out back in. So should be a fun little nine game season um, counting the championship week game going and uh, that'll be I think three weeks from today we'll be doing our Big Ten preview show. Just a few months late. I'll let you handle that one. I think I'll call in sick that day and just let I you. I can. I can get a different guest on. Just let week. you roll that I day. Can get a different. Get a different <laughs> guest in this week, so you, you don't have to talk about your line. I. My but, line. Uh, I'm a Canes fan. Speaking of the Canes. Yeah. Just wiped the floor. I missed that pick with Florida State Seminoles. I picked the Seminoles just to despise you. Just to get at me a little bit. As Josh Munt said Friday night, where's game day at tomorrow? Sets out Miami goes, oh, I'm not really a big fan, a good fan, am I? No, you're not. Why would I know something like that? Something so trivial like that. If you were a fan of that team, you wouldn't know. Nah, never. Yeah. They won big, though. Yeah, they look good. That's all that good. matters. I watched good, a little bit of I wish they were on Notre Dame's schedule, but they're not. Yeah, we'd wipe the floor with Notre Dame. Speaking of the Irish... Two weeks in a row now, they won't have a game. This is the, was their actual bye week. But the interesting thing is this is also Wake Forest bye week. Hmm. So you think they could have played last week's game this week, but I'm guessing the COVID situation is still not cleared up in South Bend. I'm not sure I haven't really read up on it lately. But yeah. Notre Dame did jump in the AP poll from number seven to number five without even playing. But that was thanks, like you mentioned a few minutes ago with some upsets. It's number three, Oklahoma losing to 0-1 Kansas State. And the defending national champion LSU Tigers losing to Mike Leach and the boys. Leach and the boys. Mike Leach. Leach and the boys. He's yep. coached one game in the SEC, and his quarterbacks already set the comp, shattered the conference record. The guy for who was very average at Stanford. Yeah, KJ Costello. Is that his name? KJ. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't that great at Stanford. More of a running um, offense out there. Come here, and man, Leach, Leach knows how to coach an offense. I'll he give him that. Fun. He might lock guys in closets, but he can coach an offense. Yeah, that wasn't a good move at Texas Tech. But, uh, yeah, he, he gets the best play out of his quarterbacks that he can, and he's done it for years. Don't see that stopping anytime soon. 
But uh, what other good games were there this weekend? I feel like there's oh, Texas Lafayette, Texas Lafayette. Tech was yeah, a Texas real Tech. good game. Uh, Texas Tech up 14 with three minutes left. The quarterback gave the old horns down. Yeah, Next thing you, you know, never do that. tie game. They lose in overtime, 63-56. Yep. I picked Tech and uh, yeah. backfired. I thought, and I said, good pick, Jay. Man, yeah. I thought it was over. Uh, Texas found a way, which is good because I was saying if te- Texas lost that go- game, maybe a uh, Herman's starting mm-hmm. to feel some heat on that, that seat a little bit. Lane Kiffin's uh, Ole Miss debut yeah. didn't go as planned. No. Of course, he played the number five team in the country. Um, at the time, they moved up, I in think. In Florida. Yes, at the time. Uh, Kyle Trask looks like a great um, quarterback prospect heading into this year. Their tight end caught four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and Dan, Dan Mulligan flat-out coach. Uh-huh. Um, your Heisman pick last week, Spencer Rattler. Struggled a little bit. I don't think I picked him to win the Heisman. Except I said Heisman. Heisman. Yeah, that's all I said. Spencer Rattler, Heisman. That's all I said. It's not me. I calling guess him that's a Heisman declaring pick. a Heisman at some time in his future. In his future, he's a redshirt freshman. Yeah, yeah. Always putting words in my mouth. Well, got it on audio. You said Heisman, but you didn't say what that was. Yeah, specifically, I guess. But give me a break. You can backtrack on your word a little bit if you want. I'm not backtracking on it. He will win a Heisman sometime. Yeah. Every uh, Lincoln-Riley quarterback does, it seems like, doesn't it? Usually they're one-year transfers, yeah. not actually in the program. But uh, that was a bad loss for Oklahoma. Yeah. Because Kansas State could not been, look good two weeks ago. Could have been a real bad day for the Big 12 if Texas would have lost as well. Yeah. Again. But, uh, yeah, um, Auburn beat Kentucky pretty easily. Pitt and Louisville might have been the game of the day, game. 23-20. Pittsburgh. Um, ACC Network is in so few homes that barely anyone even got to watch it. Cincinnati beat Army 24-10. to Cincinnati's a good ball club. Watch out for them to make some yeah. noise. Army uh, played as a ranked team for the first time ever and lost. I, I'm bringing Missouri up. They lost at home Missouri. to Alabama. But listen to Missouri's schedule. If somebody has a harder schedule this year in college football, <laughs> holy cow. Um, they were against Alabama last week. This week they're at Tennessee, lost. who's ranked. Then at LSU. Lost. They do have Vanderbilt at home. Lost. At Florida. Loss. Kentucky at home. Loss. Georgia at home. Loss. At South Carolina. Loss. Arkansas home. Win. At Mississippi State. Loss. <laughs> they win one. I mean, <laughs> I see maybe two wins. New coach there in uh, yep. Missouri. Unless he was there last year. I don't think he was there last year. So, I just wanted to bring them up because I saw their schedule the other day. I'm like, holy cow. But let's do some top 25 picks real quick. Friday night, got Louisiana Tech at number 18, Brigham Young University. Give me the Mormons. Yep. BYU Cougar. 24-point favorites. Uh, think Cover. This used to be the Steve Spur game, not anymore. South Carolina Gamecocks at number five, Florida Gators. Give me the Gators. like the way they looked on Saturday. Dan yep. Mullen, one of the best coaches in the SEC. South Carolina's already 0-1. I think Florida rolls. Um, this one says top 25, but it doesn't have a number next to either team. That's East Carolina at Georgia State. They're both 0-1. Why is this under the top 25? That must be a typo on this app. Give me Georgia State, just for the heck of it. Yeah, they're one-point favorites. I'll take Georgia State as well. Missouri at number 16, Tennessee. Give me Tennessee. Uh, They won a fairly close one, I believe, against South Carolina over the weekend. Uh, But give me the uh, Vols. Yep, the Vols are 10.5-point favorites. Rocky top. TCU at number 8, Texas. Give me Texas. I don't think they come out flat like they did against uh, Texas Tech. No hook them down this week. Give me uh, Texas over Texas Christian. NC State at number 21, Pittsburgh. 
Pat Narduzzi still at Pitt? I think I asked that yeah. every week. Uh, give me yeah, Pitt. I think Dave Doran's still at NC State. No way. I think he saved his job last year, I think. Could be wrong about that. I'm pretty no sure. Uh, give me Pitt as well. Yeah, he's still there. Number 17, Memphis at SMU. This is a nice little matchup. 1-0 against 3-0. Give me SMU. Shane Buchel. I think that's his name. I'll go Memphis. Switch it up. South Florida at number 14, Cincinnati. Give me the Bearcats. South Florida has looked real bad. Yes, they have. Um, that's an understatement. Notre Dame's second toughest opponent this year, number 11, North Carolina at Boston College. Boston College had a nice win They're against 2-0. the Dukies uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, but give me Carolina, go on the road, get her done. I'll go with the upset here. I'll go with the Eagles, Boston College. Number 10, Texas A&M at number 2, Alabama. Bama 17-point favorites. Give me Bama. Yeah, Johnny Football's not walking through that door. Give me Bama. Number 15, Oklahoma State, 21 half-point favorites at Kansas. They cover. Easy. Yeah, Les Miles not getting it done, this time against one of his former clubs. Number 20, Virginia Tech at Duke. Mavaugh Tech. They played pretty well for having, like, half their roster out and coaching staff with uh, the COVID. Yep, give me Vaughn Tech as well. Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss at number 23, Kentucky. Give me Tucky. Yep. I think they bounced back after that loss against Auburn. Tulsa at number thirteen UCF. Central Florida. Josh yep. Heupel better Josh. than uh, better than the old coach they had there. Scott Frost, night and day better. Number eight Auburn at number four Georgia. I'm guessing this is game day. I have not seen where game day's at though. Georgia struggled. They were only up seven to five or down seven to five for mm-hmm. the longest time against Vandy. Uh, but I think they come out and uh, lose to Auburn. Ooh, well, I'll go with Kirby Smart and the boys at home. Number three, Oklahoma. Well, they are still number three on this app. Can they bounce back going up to Ames at Iowa State? Iowa State needs a big win. I think they do bounce back. It's probably bad for Iowa State that Oklahoma yeah. lost. Because <laughs> they're usually – they can upset teams like this. But, yeah, I think Oklahoma gets it done. Iowa sure State falls to one and two. How many fans Iowa State's allowing in? I'm sure they're allowing some in. But Yeah, they had a decent amount week one when they lost to Lafayette up there. Yeah. I think it was like 20,000 or something. Yeah, it's quite a bit. So. It's a smaller – Stadium anyway. Number six, LSU at Vanderbilt. Give me LSU. I think yeah, they're, they're going to be back. mad. Mm-hmm. They're going to be mad. Virginia at number one, Clemson. Clemson. Easily. What's the spread on that one? 29. Cover. That's going to wrap it up for our picks. Uh, you got We got two minutes left here. Birdie Bogey question this week was, who is the oldest quarterback ever to start a game in the NFL? Vinny Test, Birdie. One quarterback. Oldest quarterback to start a game in the NFL. Quarterback? Quarterback. Vinny Testaverde. I thought you said Adam Vinatieri. No, it's not Vinny, though. Adam Vinatieri was the second oldest player ever to play an NFL game at the age of 47. Pretty sure I said Vin- uh, Vinny Testaverde. You did. I got it screwed up in my head. I'm sorry. But uh, it's George Blanda. <sighs> 48. I think Vinny was 46 or 47. Uh, yeah, Vinatieri was 47. He was on the list. Vinny Testaverde. Oh, okay. Adam yeah. Vinatieri, <laughs> Vinny Testaverde. You can see what happened there. But uh, no, Blanda wasn't only the oldest quarterback. He was also the oldest NFL player. I was ever playing a game. thinking of Blanda when you said that. Uh, Testaverde was only so he's only 45. Wrap us up there, J Man. Thanks for watching the Tana J Man Show. Uh, go buy some merch with our promo code T and J, all capitals, and you'll get free shipping on all our merch. Uh, Thanks for watching. As I said, we will be back at it. Same bat time, same bat channel next Monday. Have a great week, everybody.